Hashtag. Hey up, now then, Previet, Konnichiwa, and how's the doing? Welcome to Skulljack. This episode, me and Stephen chat about a tournament in York we went to over the weekend, hosted by the wonderful CJ. Now, Stephen smashed it up, coming first, and I followed in second, so we thought we'd talk about how our games went, plus a bit of mid-cycle card talk, like cards we've enjoyed so far and all that. But anyway, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, it's skulljack at gmail.com. That's skulljack at gmail.com. Search on Facebook. It's at skulljack on Twitter. Also, we got us a bit of Netrunner YouTube action. So head over to skulljack on the tubes for some good old matches of Netrunner. They'll be uh, going up week by week. We've got the uh, Huddersfield Star Championship uh, games going up at the moment. And we should have like maybe regionals after that. Maybe a few more casual ones thrown up there for good measure. And anyway, on with the show. Episode 11. Runner up. I think it's the best card deck I've played for a long time. Thank you, Dan Jarginio. And Why thanking him? Because I stole it from one of his streams. Oh, okay. And then changed a couple of pieces of ice. And then changed a few more. Right. And then added in Marcus Batty. And it's awesome. Yeah, it seems pretty good. And then uh, one of my own homebrew builds of Geistless Hunger, which is Geist with Endless Hunger. Yeah. And it is as stupid as it sounds. It seems to be moderately effective, though. Yeah, well, it's been through so many iterations at yeah. this point. The influence was the hard part. Two Endless Hunger, two Harbinger, one Hunting Grounds. But, like, anything more of it, uh, Apex's suite is wasted on him. You don't need it. You don't need, um, what's the one? Uh, uh, wasteland? Wasteland, yes. No, you don't need Wasteland, although one is funny if you've got Councilman. <laughs> Regardless, both were good though. I enjoyed them. Uh, what about what did you take? I took my usual filth of uh, NEH and Wizard, which you've literally taken to. <laughs> I think ev- every pretty much tournament. every competitive tournament since like January. Yeah, you've played a lot. I have. I have played with those decks a lot. I've, and not... as a result, you won. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I came second. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Sam that came. And I was the only one that took a game off you. Oh yeah, you did, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> With that Palada deck, it's good. Yeah. It's, yeah. In fairness, well, well, we were matched up first round. Yeah, first round. Yeah, all, all credit to you. You did obviously play well, but at the same time, you did just get a cheering and just start start scoring behind it. Oh, we played guys first, did we? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I always play any age first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you stole yeah. six points very quickly. Yeah. Well, I kind of was like well forget set because I didn't start with technical writer in right. my hand so I was like well forget setting up my rig forget making money I just need to make runs Yeah, and I just made as many runs as I can and stole a lot of agendas pretty sure I didn't have any ice for the first few turns uh, no, was, you, did was, you leave R&D open? I, no, I was pretty thin on ice to begin with I think I think yeah. twice actually in, in the four games today I started with no ice really? Yeah. how many ice do you run? 14 make, it makes sense I don't know. yeah you don't really need any more than that no um yeah, but you, then you, you you legged work really quickly into a bunch of agendas and then I managed to pull it back which NEH is so good at doing and like, you pulled it back over like five turns if that you were suddenly on match point and yeah I had one more turn to win because you had a fucking was it DBS found you that veal yes yes it was DBS doing such good work in that day I couldn't trash it didn't have any money as I said I opted to get no economy going and just try and win fast it's, yeah it's fair on the subject of DBS have you seen or have you considered at all the new MBN asset that came out in the last pack you know they have the four political ones for each one which is the draw you, one yeah the draw three cards and if you do you can put one card from HQ into at the bottom of R&D oh yeah yeah would like personally I can't see any benefit to that over what about that and DBS oh jeez yeah but I don't know. So you draw four cards, put one of them to the bottom, and then put one card from HQ to the bottom of R and D. So you're drawing two cards at the beginning of the turn. Yeah, and it'd be like maybe if you even just put one of them, it'd be like having a third, fourth, fourth DBS. Yeah, but then you, no, but then you're drawing like like remember each one draws you three cards. Oh right, yeah. So you'd be drawing so many cards at the beginning of the turn. <laughs> But it is zero to res, but it's like two to trash, which is not too bad. Yeah, and it sometimes the runners just don't bother you trashing your assets. 
I feel like just DBS does so much more work in those situations where they may want to trash it, but it's still four credits from trash. That four credits is huge because you probably would trash it if it was something like two. And at least for Wizards, it's still one credit for Wizard as well. Whereas two sure. is just pff, nothing. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just can't see any particular benefit of it over DBS. But like maybe like you said, doing both of them at the same like, time. Once Jackson that many cycles as well. Yeah, I suppose. He's doing something similar. I suppose that kinda. at that point, you then you wouldn't necessarily have one card that puts, you know, does the agenda filter. You have all these multiple different ones. Yeah, that's so you, it. you combine that with, you know, disposable HQ and Shannon and Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. Not Shannon and Elizabeth. Shannon and Claire. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, so you won. Yeah, managed to squeeze that one out. I was good because I really wanted to take a game off. Yeah, <laughs> now the pressure was on. Now the pressure was on, but I had my plan at a fall back on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And... I literally saw every card that I needed yep, pretty much. in order. Yep. I played them and then won. Yep. <laughs> that was it, really. You saw three agendas and I scored saw them. Turing turn two, oh, realised that I have probably had the game there and then yep. if I was finding agendas, which I did, found yep. two Nisses. Yeah. And then the future perfect to finish it off. Yeah. You tried to parasite the Turing at one point, but I stuck in a CVS in the server. Bastard. Doesn't happen very often, you'd be surprised. But all I needed was like another two turns yeah. out of that Turing to win the game. So it oh, bought me. Turing. Just couldn't find a David quickly enough. Didn't have a lot of money as well, which didn't help. Well, the game was over fairly quickly. Yeah, it was really. Like once you got that second Nisa, it was just, yeah, that's game. Really. Yeah. Any agenda you can score at that point. Who did you play after that? Uh, was it Titan I played? Oh, you played Justin? No, I played... Oh man, I forget his name. I've not played him before. I don't think... Oh, I think I know who you mean. Oh, man, I can't remember his name now. Yeah, Probably he was playing... What was his carp? He was playing Geist as his runner. Yeah. And his carp was... Oh, it was RP, but it looked like a P-deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw him playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. June bugs and Feetles. But then it also had Nasir. But, uh, yeah, that game... With my Geist, the strategy is draw, draw, install, install, draw, draw, install, install, draw, draw, install, install, until they start the scoring agenda. Right. And then after the scoring agenda, I try and win the game with what I've got on the board. Right. And then hopefully my drop, the, what I've put on the board is enough to see me through. Exactly. Yeah. But he left uh, R&D open for too long. I stole too many agendas. Mm. And then he was scoring... With a Caprice, and he had oh god, what's that awful current out of RP? Uh, ELP. ELP. Yeah. Yeah, and he had all the money in the world due to Sunjus I'd not bothered with because oh, I just yeah. focused on my own late game because yeah, yeah. I kind of want his ice to be res so that I can use my crowbars and stuff, which gains me money and yeah. gains me cards. So yeah. I kind of want ice around, so I didn't really care too much. And then yeah, I think I just stole it out of. No, I ended up stealing it out of his scoring remote. All oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, beat him on the Caprice trace. Oh, one. Fair enough. And then, uh Played against Titan? No? No. I, that was just RP. Oh, RP, sorry, yeah, and then... <clears throat> and then my planner did its thing. Yep. Uh, no, but it was a little bit slower than usual because it didn't really find any agendas. Oh, okay. It was a little bit strapped for cash and all the pieces of ice were huge. I just had yeah. tall... Like, I had a tall booth, a lotus field, right. and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll have some money. Eventually found the money and just closed it out. Wasn't really that. What's your ice spread? Right? Say again. What's your ice spread in terms of like cost? Uh, it goes from I think Tarbooth's most expensive, mm. and then I got like Turing, Lotus Field, and then it goes down to Enigmas. Uh, like code gates. Yeah, loads of code gates. Mm. Code gates are so hot right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> totally are. My actually. No, code gates are really are though, aren't they? Like, <coughs> generally, I might put another spoon in my deck. Yeah, code gates are great at the moment. Uh, Jinteki obviously having a lot of good ones. Yeah, they are pretty good at go at this point. Uh, I can't remember what, what runner he was playing. Guys. Oh, yeah, of course. He was playing... I think I remember there was something a little bit peculiar about it, but it kind of seemed... He just had normal breakers. Right, fair enough. Yeah, Zoo and Kuroda and stuff. Oh, okay. No, no cloud breakers. He had the Zoo. Oh, no, no he had the, like, of course he had the oh, right, breakers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Who would make entry. a Geist deck without Geist Breakers? I don't know. He's, I don't know. I Who would make a Geist deck that isn't Geist with Geist Breakers? What? Who would use the Breaker and Entering Suite that isn't Geist? Oh, uh, no one. No one. Well, why would you use it in, in any deck besides Geist? That's like saying why I played 
deep red and the cases are if it's not uh, uh, I mean I suppose yeah. but at the same time there's certain niche uses for like Andromeda's got a link true actually you say that Tom Carman did try a uh, Andromeda deck with Cloudbreakers yeah alright yeah it's just I think the, the inherent benefit in them is that they're essentially economy cards as well as breakers in terms of the fact that they give you click or straw yeah and draw is one of the most important things in a card game mm-hmm. so who did you play second round? it was uh, Tom Pickard oh yeah good memory right right thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> quick on the draw yeah thanks so what was he playing? Uh, he was playing NEH and uh, his uh, Andromeda um, which the Andromeda is a a version of his silhouette that it was trying which used a blackguard uh, snitch and what's it called Runamok okay so you've got Blackguard on the table so they have to res anything you expose oh. so you play Runamok right. you snitch the ice you expose it they have to res it you then yeah. jack out or you deal with it or whatever and then that ice dies hmm. and there's not really much the core can do about it apart from not being able to res it it sounds like ultimate jank it is ultimate jank when it works it's really crippling right. like you can just con- completely control their ice did it work? <laughs> no, even he he admitted by the end of the time he's like, yeah, no, this deck doesn't work really anymore. It's just it's it's too way too combo jank. Yeah, it's way too much jank. It's fine when it works, but beyond that, it's it's one of those decks that you play and once you've done the thing once, yeah, yeah. you never play it. Once you have that god game where you just completely yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want, and then after achievement like, right, unlocked, yeah, achievement unlocked, done, right, put it back in the binder. But um, yeah, he um, as crude text tend to do they got he got up to fucking four points quite quickly mm. um, but then I managed to score out just nice. to, I don't think he has a counter from that deck so it's just whatever money I could make yeah and that money that deck can make money fairly quickly if it wants to if it sees what, what money do you have in that deck I have a three hedge funds three sweet sweet three pads uh, one marked accounts and that's it oh, fair enough we yeah. used to have two marked accounts but it went out for a black uh, blacklist which is uh, yeah I can't fight you for that. It's useful. Yeah. I didn't actually come into play today. No, but when it does, it wins your oh, yeah, matches. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It it's, wins it's, your matches. Even as, as a good. one-off. It's just as good as a CVS at that point. Yeah. In that case, if they've got their clock in the bin and the clone ship on the table, there's nothing they can do to get it out of there apart from to trash the thing. Cool. So how did Wizard do? Um, what was he playing? He was playing, yeah, um, his NEH, which uh, I just kept on top of, mm. really. Um, I think it was... Oh, yeah, he was just completely flooded. Mm. Um, he was I think I stole three points off the table mm. when he was just trying to sneak them out um, oh what he was just trying to play agendas yeah, yeah, yeah he was getting to the point where he just had so many in hand that he I think he jacksoned and then drew a bunch more and then had to yeah still had two in hand when he jacksoned right and that was after I stole I think like three points off the table and so I just pulled them out of his hand I think if you have R&D fair yeah Wizard just did his thing I think I got the engine going quite quickly with the, what, the pancake yeah once you get pancake party going it makes the game just so much easier it also makes it easier for Polana because I don't have to remember to take a credit I just autom- I can automatically take a credit oh exactly <laughs> well, you just gain two credits at the beginning of your turn yeah 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 um, and then round three I played Dune Dune um, double Dune <laughs> um, and he was playing with his Wayland and what was his runner? What was his runner? Oh yeah, Haley. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about Wayland first. That was that was again over quite quickly. I managed to kind of keep control of the board and uh, just kind of medium dug my way to victory. Uh, I think I got a couple of like at least two, three deep medium digs. You got two mediums in there. Yeah, I do. It's yeah. rare that I get both from the board mainly because yeah, yeah, I need yeah. enough programs. Um, but it gives you the option to Faust it early and find your other one later if need be I suppose oh the best is um, when you're running on R&D with a clone ship on the table mm. and you break oh. a subroutine trash them, trash the medium and then install it when you get to the that's, bottom that's really nice and that's particularly useful against like, Blue Sun because you're not using parasites as much and so I can just trash mm. the parasites and the mediums and just clone ship out what I need that's really cool clone ship's so good in that deck for that reason yeah same with parasite as well yeah that's insane um, so yeah Wayland's it, uh, he managed to get a, f- uh, a few points but he um, yeah I managed to just keep on top of things like he just never really got any money going mm. like Hive was causing me a lot of issues 
And right. eventually I just turned table my way to victory by actually uh, giving him... Two, oh, God, yeah. I uh, switched uh, a two-pointer for a one-pointer, so his hive only had two subroutines, or like, one less subroutine on it. And then I could just turn table him back when... When you needed the win. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Not a fair play. Oh, no, the, no not necessarily turn table him back, but if I found another one-pointer, I could turn table it for a two-pointer. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But yeah. I didn't need to in the end of the two-pointer. Um, and... Oh, my goodness, the Haley game was so stressful. Why? Because uh, he... It went, all, went wild, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that was the first game. It went really, like, good half an hour, which is quite a long game for any age. Yeah. Um, he just had uh, basically clock threat on the board from really early on. Um, and... Uh, oh, yeah, he... Um, Pulled out councilman with um, artist colony because mm. Dean is just brutal with trashing stuff to artist colony. Yeah, like I yeah. think when he played against Justin, <laughs> yeah, he, and you heard Justin shout. Yeah, Justin's right. like, right, okay, you've now sacked enough agendas to win at this point. Dean's like, yeah, well, I'll just get my thing out. I was laughing my head off. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> Dean will fully casual. Oh yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that I think the the agenda that Dean scored to win was the last agenda that Justin had. Yeah. I was like, "What? What were you sacking agenda, uh, sacking your agendas for?" It's like, "You name it, yeah, whatever you need, everything, yeah, absolutely." Like, I kind of want to try that with just a bunch of notorieties and fan sites. Mm, good work. Yeah, I like a single notoriety in Shaper at the moment. You, you've made me wonder about the uh, doing a hyperdriver deck where you just try and get as many clicks into one turn as possible and score <laughs> like three notorieties. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ultimate, the most Jester. notorious. Oh, the most notorious K deck. But yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah he uh, yeah he just uh, managed to keep you pinned for a lot of it and it was just a question of keeping him out of uh, R&D mm. um, there was one point where I had HQ pretty open I think um, and I had I think three agendas in hand and he saw Biotic Labour twice Ooh. yeah it was really unlucky with some of his some of the stuff I think also he uh, did a deep dig saw an uh, NAPD contract didn't see didn't steal it at the time because he didn't want to take the money here Mm. and then miscounted cards I think he missed one of my draws oh, or he shit. miscounted cards so when he ran again he was like nope did the math wrong uh, and so he whiffed on that and it was basically nothing um, I think I got rid of the NAPD or something and then um, yeah I managed to catch him out and score another Astro and then just squeeze one out by I think getting biotic labour and using CVS at the same time so it's still CVS he didn't have uh, sat cons did he no, no, he didn't. Oh, that was it. Um, councilman gave me real, real issue. Oh, right. Because yeah. he pulled it out with. Oh, yeah. So it's install, advance, pull out councilman, get out clot. Yeah. And then you can't CVS if he's got enough money. I think he was down to five credits, so he couldn't get. Uh, I think couldn't get it out. Oh, that was it. Because I thought he was going to pull out a clone chip to install the clot from our, from archives. Mm-hmm. But it's a heap. And then also pull out councilman. That one you have to spend six credits: one for the clone chip, two for the clot three to stop CVS but only have five credits uh-huh. so I managed to just, just squeeze it out oh um, and, then the la- and then the last one was uh, he didn't have a councilman again so I just used CVS but it's just a, it's just a question of get, scoring the actual agenda isn't actually that difficult it's just it's just timing it so you don't make yourself so poor that you can't defend R&D enough right yeah so yeah managed to get through that one as well that was so stressful like so you just got to pick your timing windows yeah yeah, yeah yeah just got to be really down. really careful and really aware of uh, what's going on on the board um, yeah cool. that was actually one of the best games I've had with any age in a long time mm. a lot of thinking going on what about yours who did you play yeah I suppose you had to think quite a lot oh so much thinking when you had to play against Clark yeah, so yeah. much thinking uh, I played against Justin first game was Titan against Titan Transnational yeah um, which is a good matchup for me Wayland is generally a good matchup for me, because uh, all their ice says in the run, yeah, I've got endless hunger. Yep. So and everyone's running stuff like Spiderweb, and Spike don't give a shit about that. Yeah. So Spike don't give a shit. But so I did my usual draw, draw, install, install, draw, draw, install, install, and he had managed to uh, get out uh, global food behind a single ice wall. Oh yeah, because he did he, like double biotic it or something, didn't he? No, he scored it standardly. Oh, what, just install, install advance, advance. I ran it, it was an ice wall. I searched then for Spike or Endless Hunger. Couldn't find it. And then he advanced, advanced, advanced. Jeez. Yeah, it was poor for the entire game. I could get in everywhere. 
R&D just wasn't paying out. Like, uh, I didn't really see any spy cameras, so I was kind of going for blind R&D digs. Right, it just right. wasn't paying out. A leg worked his hand, and then he... Uh, he bailed out an Astro, uh, sorry, uh, an Atlas. Oh, okay. And because he's Titan, he then uh, just waited until he found the next Biotic and then bailed out the second Atlas. Yeah. He, you know, just popped the Atlas count and just... Yeah, exactly. Smashed it out there so there was nothing I could do about that and I lost, I think it was about mid-game that I ended up losing. But I, I was de- my board state had developed into a such that I, like, I was confident I could win. I just needed to get a bit lucky. Just needed to find the agendas because yeah, they were in R and D, and being criminal, I don't have huge R and D options. And spending my influence on endless hunger yeah. because I don't have R and D in the face. Oh, so I've got yeah. spy camera. It's tactical runs, mate. Tactical runs, not deep runs. Yeah, yeah. But it's that's. I suppose it's good that you've got six of them, obviously. Yeah. So you can. You've oh got... my gosh! Spy camera plus right. Two technical writers, yeah. Plus any other op- any other three cards is the best opening hand, or even if you had three, I suppose. But I got two twice today. Install, install. They do so much work when there's six. I've got six spike cameras at zero cost. Two yeah. harbingers at zero cost, and yeah. three spike at zero cost. Oh, and then I've got E three reflection on top of that, and a clone ship, and all your other, and all the other shit. Yeah, like they they pay out huge. I was yeah. rich so quickly. Well, then, once you've got your um, tech traders down as well, they'll just give you money and draw just from using them as well. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. Minus. All you need is, like, a single tech trader, mm. and it's just enough, because the deck obviously uses Endless Hunger. That doesn't spend money. Yeah. And the Clan Breakers don't spend money. Well, so, I suppose Endless Hunger might, break, uh, might use a bit of money. A bit of E3. Some, yeah, with a bit of E3. Yeah, yeah, but if if those costs are getting any crazy, I can just break it with Grappling Hook. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, Grappling Hook. Um, love to be using grappling hook. <laughs> it fits in the deck. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. absolutely. It's because architect is in the meta, right? And tour guide is a thing. Yeah, that I need an answer for. And next silver as well. Yeah, and then even just stuff like Ashigaru, yeah. Ar- Archer. Yeah, it's all it's all fine. Oh, laughs at Archer. Yeah, up, well, Elmer Tonga prefers it though. True, but if you haven't got Elmer Tonga yet, oh no, wait, grappling looks better. Yeah, grappling. Basically, breaks it for free. Give them two credits. Give a shit. Yeah, handle two point Laughing at you, bro. Lol. Um, then I played. So what run was he? Oh, he was Jesminder. Oh yeah. He wasn't running account siphon, but I played around it for the entire game, which slowed me down quite a lot. Right. Because right, I was right. always ready to take the account siphon hit and still defend myself, right. or still when I went for scoring windows, I could take an account siphon to the face. So you need like a bigger buffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just made sure I had a lot of money. Sure. But he was running Vamp instead. Oh, okay. And with Magnum Opus meant he was actually quite slow. Oh, okay. And the game for him was in R&D, but he didn't R&D lock me. Well, he couldn't. Well, he just didn't have the money or time. Oh, no, wait. He R&D locked me for two, maybe three turns. Mm. And because of... um, Oh, that's it. He hit R&D once. They saw future, future Perfect. Yeah. I won the Psy, but then because it was the one card down and I had the Agriplex on the board, right. I drew it straight into my hand so he couldn't get it anymore. Uh, okay. And then it happened again with another Future Perfect. Yeah. He lost the Psy and then Agriplex drew it straight back into my hand so it was safe again. Is and it? then I just scored him. Yeah, fair enough. What was he using in terms of breakers? Uh, oh man, he slapped down a Guardian turn one. Oh, as if. And I had uh, Crick. Tall booth and an, an enigma on the bard. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Yeah, so that, that's why I was playing a little bit more slow because I, ne- I knew that all my servers were open and right, that right. I needed to be able to take the hits. But you should always re- res Agroplex. Always res Agroplex in that deck. Like it wins your games. Yeah. Like it's just the speed that your speed that you get through like it's been so many times where I've gone like oh shit I've got like 10 cards left yeah 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 I did that with NEH so much I was like oh fuck it's like 15 cards left yeah and it's like, well, you realize it's you like turn 10 or well something. you're shuffling and you're like not really shuffling many cards at yeah all. I'm just like I'm just putting these on top of each other really. <laughs> um, so yeah double win oh yeah oh yeah so, oh, oh yeah, no, that the, was my split wasn't it the one in the one card I wanted to mention that I forgot from uh, mine and Dean's match is fucking Parisia oh yeah he has one in there and he just snuck it out and uh, got out with uh, SMC or something, mm. and he just was, was like, "Oh fuck, I'm playing against a green wizard." Yeah, because he could just trash anything I put down, really. 
because yeah. he had plenty of money so it's draw with pro cons and get money mm-hmm. and then just I've then, he's then got money from that turn to trash stuff and yeah. so I was actually quite poor for a lot of it which is why it, it dragged the game out a lot so he was able to slow me down in terms of money but yeah I think it was I suppose he could even do stuff like because he was here late yeah he could trash an asset with Parisia scavenge it get a Haley install like install a cache yeah getting your Parisia credits back and then trash more stuff oh jeez just, just for ultimate just to be an ultimate dick yeah Parisia I like it I like it as a one it's good I mean like, the only thing he really had to pay for was uh, Science Island that day yeah 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 against oh, no even like but it kind of feels like Shaper shouldn't have that power almost well that's why Parisia's only just assets, assets yeah. yeah which is still pretty useful it means you can take away their economy but not some of their tricks mm. yes yeah, I suppose yeah. like the only economy that you're hitting is like oh no shell corp mm. but then you're still taking away like team sponsorship and yeah, stuff like the that the important stuff yeah like Sound Sound is the only real problem and maybe Christian Grid because Christian Grid's huge but like Parisian in like a Jasminder deck if you're able to take away the assets just so they can't get money that's a good idea actually well yeah. I think I might have tried it in my Jasminder deck when I tried it for a bit fair um, so, so round last four. round yeah you, well, you go first um, I played Tom hey. it was coming off a double win I was extremely confident yes um, that little bounce that he has yeah 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 he looked very happy <laughs> and uh, which, which matchup did we play first and this is uh, Tom's ETF that previously hasn't lost a game at a tournament for about three tournaments yeah so ETF I've, I've not beaten Tom's ETF with my Geist for a long time yeah and I said this to him beforehand as well yeah, he's like oh yeah it's not lost at a tournament for months yeah. or whatever so we sat down and it were a real good match if, like it's so the amount of ice that ETF decks just seem to generate from either like just every it just seems like they can defend their R&D so quickly and it's four yeah. pieces paid for on there yep just because the amount of money ETF can generate yeah absolutely so it was a good match for my Geist because obviously I like Res Dice as well and Endless Ungo did did a lot of work that match uh, just because he's like got like Victor e- Eli oh yeah Victor Eli and Victor and then I was using a combination of clicks and grappling hooks for his Turing's and his uh, Vikram's and then Spike Hammer will win that game oh really okay yeah yeah there were three uh, I stole three uh Three twos, importantly, um, using spy camera. Using spy camera nice. off the top of R and D. Didn't Jackson him away or anything? Uh, well, one time he had the Jackson, so I just made a faint run just to get him to pop the Jackson, right, and right. then I got back into. Yeah, it's not that bad at the end. You just no, you just tell I do a f- one one faint run. You, it might got, enjoy some you pop the spy camera. Me. You see, I did it against Justin. Uh, I popped the spy camera. I saw biotic labour. Yeah, I knew I couldn't have that in his hand, so I ran and he popped Jackson. Yeah, fair. Like, it's good. Uh, so that definitely won me that game. But Tom did get a fair bit unlucky. ETF can really eat up its economy. Like, you, yes. Like sometimes if they don't see uh, cards in the mid game, like that, e those eaves to see him into the mid game. Yeah. Like they can starve a little bit, and because of that, he couldn't res his huge remote and he couldn't score. And also, they tend to only run two breaker bays, so if you don't see breaker bay early, mm. it's a little bit more difficult. I to think get he'd to. like just seen breaker bay and like a couple of hedge funds or uh, okay. Adonis or something, it wasn't anything major. And then, like, the but yeah, they were a good match, though. Yeah, so you did win in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, spy camera won me it. Yeah, fair enough. I need to try spy camera. Real, a tech trade plus spy cameras just it gets a little bit bonkers and spy camera and spy cameras is a real thing I want spy camera and spy camera to find I'll a spy, spy camera ca- I'll spy camera to find a spy camera draw a spy camera install a spy camera spy camera putting spy camera to the top right. getting to spy camera <laughs> building it up so you can just draw those and then pushing like ref- uh, multiple copies of reflection and stuff even yeah, further yeah, yeah. down yeah that's what I like about it you can just get rid of those ones just filter the ones that you don't need down through the deck that, so you're not having to yeah um, them. and then we played so my Polana versus Noise which was a good matchup oh, uh, yeah. I think I had five cards left in R&D at the end jeez it's first turn I installed three viruses as if first turn I installed three pieces of ice though so protecting all three, three yeah, centrals so you're not bad wasn't a bad shout oh, I just wish that quick was a Kamainu but Quick's not too bad. Anyway. Would it have ruined his day. 
anyway yeah that that was a good uh, matchup because noise is annoying as fuck because he just like it just disrupts your game early game he put a load of my agendas in the bin (sighs) which I got really annoyed about because I need to score early game yeah and then I managed to Jackson those back through and then late game he uh, he trashed a few important economy cards and slowed me down a little bit but then he just started trashing shit like I didn't care about at that point so I was trying to score my final agenda and yeah I just went quick like I, can't, I think I might have resed even just I, I don't even think I resed the Caprice in the scoring remote oh really yeah fair enough I think I resed he like, does just, use Faust in that doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. I think I just resed the outer piece or right, something right. did you find a Turing um, I can't remember mm. but I found Turing quite quite a bit to be honest well as a you, I suppose you go through you, the deck the so fast yeah he just finds that, what, that one card a lot quicker yeah it really does I think maybe how many fast drives do you have in there just the one Mm. Do you think you make space for a second? No. Is it too tight? Or you no, just no you see, you either see agendas or you see fast track. Like it's, I suppose, and then you've, it's, got, it's, you've got Agriplex to keep you going as it's well. It's more, um, it's more peculiar not to see agendas. Right. Okay. Like if you don't see agendas, like it's just a little bit. It's like that time where you're just not seeing any ice or anything. It's like, well, yeah, I've got ice in here, but yeah, I suppose it's like I had. Uh, not, not dissimilar to that Grendel Rush deck that I used to play mm. where it was you wanted to see an agenda in your opening hand so you could just stuff it into a scoring remote and start scoring yeah but I suppose with that you could also just pull through with the atlases but then obviously in Palana you can replace that with the draw you get from the Agroplex the draw is huge you just need one Agroplex and that's it yeah and then anymore you'd, you'd just deck yourself yeah exactly and it, it's not even the economy bonus it is purely the draw that you you, you Res Agroplex for yeah and you get credits on top of it yeah because combined with Celebrity Gift oh, is amazing because yeah. you've always got a, a hand ready and full and you've got hidden information then available which yeah. is always nice yeah because it's not often you're able to because like celebrity showing them the agenda and then keeping like an agri- a second Agroplex down on the board Celebrity Gifting right. and then just trashing the Agroplex without looking at it and bringing the hand back so they know you've kept the agenda agenda so they're like what was that card oh okay yeah like just keeping stuff like that I like I like to confidence it's just gin techie stuff just keeping them off balance yeah 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 um so that was both your games wasn't it yeah, yeah. oh I didn't fire a single Marcus Batty did you not no I didn't. that game nah, no he, I, I what he, he outside you or you just didn't get an opportunity nah, to I never just fired him no uh, I always put him behind the swordsman <laughs> it's purely for Faust here oh yeah absolutely good shout at that point um, so yeah, I had to play against Sam, um, who was going into it. I think with only one, maybe one loss. He got the mm-hmm. bye, and I think he uh, got three wins. Oh no, he got the uh, modified win against Tom. That was it. The timed one. Yeah, I think so. Or modified loss. Anyway, um, oh man, two really stressful games. And um, his, we played against. I played against his Valencia to begin with, which is uh, an eat to keyhole deck. Oh, nice. Which I was aware of, yeah. which meant I just stacked R&D to begin mm. with. Like, put a pop-up, oh my goodness, pop-up was absolute MVP in that match. Really? I just stuck one over R&D to, to begin with because it needed something to go over there and I knew he was playing Keyhole. Oh. And yeah. I was fairly sure he didn't play, he, I knew he didn't play Parasite because I saw earlier, it sounds like I'm scouting now, but it wasn't. Um, but like, you just, you know, you're watching a game and you're just where he wasn't, um, he couldn't deal with the Turing. Yeah. Um and so I knew he wasn't playing Parasite so then I put a toll booth over there but then raised that for ages and I just let him wonder what it was oh okay because there was a turn when I was on 6 then 7 then 8 and each time I was like well it could be this now or is it that and right, then there was right. a toll booth and it's like it's just a toll booth it's just a toll booth, just a toll booth. <laughs> it's fine um, and then stacked Archangel on top of that as well which meant he was having to use David to get through as well um, and just managed to keep him out enough that I could just start scoring from the many remotes I have. I don't think I don't think I scored. <laughs> what off does the it not check in? I don't think I scored off the, off the table. I don't think I was ballsy enough to do that at that point. Um, but he managed to get to four points quite quickly with two breaking news newses and a bill. Um, but I just managed to just just eke it out as well. I think he whiffed on uh, keyhole at least three times where he didn't see a single agenda. Mm. Which it is, can happen though. It can happen but it's kind of surprising. Mate, I know, I have been keyholed, take it from me, I have been keyholed more than anybody 
No, that's fair enough as a PE player. As a PE player, yeah. playing at the time of when everybody was playing Eater Keo. Oh, yeah. I mean, Keo more than anybody. Uh, I think it was also because I was just keeping agendas in hand a lot and he wasn't going for the hand. Mm. I think he tried a few times when he was um, just later on, but uh, didn't really manage to get out. It was just trying to keep on top of my money. and. Fighting. He said he was playing Valencia. Yeah, Valencia. Didn't, I think he blackmailed like once or something just to see, see, look at a top card when yeah. he didn't want me to raise anything. Um, but yeah it was tough but it's just a question of balancing your economy and just finding like just play yeah those again the windows finding scoring windows windows, yeah which is normally something that Glacier does but it's now definitely a case with with because because of the dance your game plan that you gotta play say again because of the dance oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah like they're disrupting your game plan so you've got to try and deal with that whilst trying to Mm. advance your game plan at the same time and it's yeah it's definitely a fine it's a fine balance, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like that with Clot as well, where you're trying to work, play the chess game around Clot at that point and getting taxing them to a point where they might go low on credits. It is very much like chess, where playing around Clot and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, especially, especially with now councilmen and stuff like that. Oh, like, jeez, yeah. There's, all, there's a lot of prior steps you have to, yep. plans you have to lay down, yep. like to, to you know, get a, a simple scoring window. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then against... Uh, what was he playing oh he was playing um, Sol mm. and my god New Sol's Sound. the current one Sol's the current one yeah he didn't see a current for fucking ages which is great what currents were you playing uh, he was just well I only saw um, targeted marketing okay which by the time he saw it I'd installed everything he probably would have called on it mm. so like, I had David Faust I think maybe Mimic Data Sucker Liberated Pancake Party I had pretty much my rig up by the time he saw it so he never really got any real money out of it mm. in fact I think uh, he named David and I never installed David again after that um, which meant I had to break uh, what's it called Little Engine with Faust at one point I think I dropped it strength though but it's still like oh that's four cards that is awful I think yeah, I had to do it to kill it mm. but um, yeah it was a, like one of those one of those games where it's like right if, if I make like like just one tiny error yeah, or like yeah. you just slip up in terms of tempo like you know like you re- mm-hmm. imagine like you're running next to each other and if you just stumble once it's like right no that's got, that's it you're gone yeah. Yeah. and those are like the best and worst games in Netrunner because you're just like afterwards I think they're the best ones although they are the best, the best actually ones. but you feel so drained after them yeah, like, you that was a fucking good game yeah. um, and it was it was a really really good game in the end and um, I made a couple of mistakes in there like uh, I misread um, or originally misread date, um, Newshound mm-hmm. which is fucking annoying in the first place misread it huh uh, because I thought it was uh, the text is when you have a current in play it right. gains an end of the run but it's not always just when there is a current in play and so he didn't oh. have he didn't have a current and I put down um, no. I put down Hacktivist and he was like oh thanks you just activated Datehound I but, didn't even know that no I thought it was when you have a current no it's just any current can you sell a current with airsoft no I'm <laughs> <laughs> just checking no because it's not technically in play it's not in, I think it's an installed card anyway it's oh, not right, installed yeah. it's just in play that is weird I didn't know Day of Hand oh that's cool though not Day of Hand uh, what was it Newshound Newshound yeah all the dogs Newshound is really good though just on its own just what's just, its phrase it's two cards for four strength yeah it's like fucking Cortex Lock and what's it Trace uh, Trace to the power of three for a tag if if you, there is a current in play turns out mm. uh, gains end the run after nice. all sorts of things yeah it's really good really annoying for Faust that's awesome well it's like a mini Eli yeah at that point um, but uh, yeah managed to get through that I think he had just quite a lot of it was basically him getting to a point so he could res ice that I had to deal with and I then had to find a way to deal with that one big piece of ice mm. uh, whilst not again I, sp- I presume like big code yeah. it was uh, I think I think I saw Archangel Little Engine Tollbooth um couple of others as well code gates are the sheep code gates are the hotness right now <laughs> creamy creamy code gates why are they creamy that's what I, th- I think so like on the run last click but that's how they remember with the, the spoon oh because, because, apparently, oh, because apparently they're creamy right. oh yeah no that's actually a good way to remember it but I always remember spoon but then I get the knife and fork and that's the ones I get confused with. no because because spoon is the weird one no, the other ones have edges you know because I like forking Eli uh, not Eli forking Ichi in the face Fark Ichi in the yeah, face, yeah. right? Now. Fork you, fork you Ichi. Yeah, fark you Ichi. Oh, yeah. I can remember that. Yeah, that's that's how I remember. No one knows who you are. Yeah, and then maybe like with because you know you got wrap around with like the weird kind of like rubber you can cut through that with a knife. No, I'm not going to remember that. Okay, 
<laughs> well, just remember the other two, and then the so how did you win? Process of elimination. How did I win? Yeah. What do you mean? How did I win against Sol? Yeah. I was I was just uh, hammering R and D, and basically, um, like I said, it was a question of him getting enough money to res something over R and D that then I would have to deal with, and then find a way either to get through it or and or break um, kill it. Um, and I think just a few medium digs mm. got me there in the end. But I think uh, medium's got to be your go-to win the game oh yeah medium is basically my win condition in that I kind of want to uh, well if I do keep playing that deck which I'm probably not going to take it to another tournament for a while just because I want to play something different yeah but you've got it you know that it's competitive deck oh I've got to keep it bubbling under the surface yeah Yeah. Uh, I'm um, going to try and fit a wanton in there because uh, just a single just one. a single one I used to have it in that's there. a pretty good shout actually. well the thing is like I think at least twice in my games today people were like oh yeah no I just had so many agendas in hand I was yeah. like hmm okay well maybe we often do find that against Wizards because you can't play shit on the bar well it's also, it's also because well there's also gathering there because I'm not generally running HQ that much unless mm. um, R&D isn't an option I mean, yeah, I yeah, easily yeah, get data suckers or something yeah exactly if I've got a data sucker I can get rid of that piece of ice over HQ just keep hitting it and then that means I can then deal with ice on R&D with the Parasite in the day. Cause it don't yeah, the single one is really good. Yeah, like and when I had it in there that... previously, it did do work for me. Yeah. And you will find it turn one occasionally. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. just slapped a piece of ice over R&D. Yeah. <clears throat> and they'll generally only have uh, like four cards in hand at that point. Mm. Or if not, if not three, actually. If you go ice, asset, oh, yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Potential ice, ice, baby. Ice Ice Baby, they can still probably get stop you with that HQ Ice. Maybe, possibly, yeah. Maybe. Well, it's also because against Wizards, you don't tend to defend your hand as much as you would. No, no, you don't. You know they're probably going for R&D. So, yeah, I think uh, it was just grinding him down. I think eventually he had a, um, what's it called, little engine over R&D. And it was, was just so many ways I was trying to get think of uh, think of doing it without using David. Um, and eventually I worked out that I could uh, spoon it using the same old thing. Um, and then dump, I think. I think drop its strength by t- by two, down to five. Uh, so I only had to pay two cards, and then, yeah, I had to pay five cards for it. Oh, so okay. I had to break all the subroutines to spoon it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the sweet five credits. <laughs> um, and then I think that just opened up R&D and just managed to win from there. It was cool. like one of those matches where you just kind of slump at the end of it because it's just so stressful. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of going, hey, Steve, yeah, don't mind those. If you want to lose one more, just this one game. I know you put first one. You don't need both of them. Was that put up on the same points? Yeah, it would have. And what? Whose strength of schedule was better? Fuck knows. If you get the buy, do you get worse? Uh, no, I think it was the bad buy they had today. Did I play anyone with the buy? You played yes, Justin. Yes, I played Justin. Yeah. And you played. I played Sam though as well. Yeah. yeah. Sam had the buy in the first round. Maybe you would have won it. Strength of schedule. Especially Dean and Tom. Tom did fairly well actually. Yeah, he did. Tom did actually quite well. Yeah. What, wait? No, no, no uh, Tom Pickard. Pickard, yeah. because yeah, yeah. he didn't get the brain tokens. Oh, yeah, I think he might have done. Yeah, he did pretty well. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. We'll go with you then. Yeah. I can't remember where Dean came in the end, though. No. I suppose, no, you played against Tom and Justin, who didn't, didn't do brilliantly. Tom's kind of giving up on that... Um, no, well, Tom, 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 Tom wasn't doing so bad until the last round where I double lost the phone. <laughs> Just to remind him of that. <laughs> Remember that every time now. That you, you... Tom, Tom seemed to play noise quite solidly, I thought. Yeah, I think his heart lies in shape. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think he did brilliantly with noise, though, though today. I think his no, ETF he carried he did, him. No, he said he only won one match with it. Yeah, he wasn't, didn't seem to be doing well with noise today. But, yeah, I still really want to play a noise deck. It was really annoying turn one for him to install three viruses. Oh god, yeah. And then even though I knew he was probably going to sell Lamprey with uh, Aesops, still kind of had to bear it in mind that he might go run, 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 right, and keep it in my credits and stuff. Just yeah. little bits that noise can just annoy you. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, or if the... there's that one agenda in our, our uh, archives, just like, yeah, well, that's a thing. That I'll I'll deal with that. I suppose sometime else. Yeah, you just to allow that though. Like, if they want to check archives, cool, they get two points, but then they probably won't check it again for a while. Then you can hopefully find Jackson at that point. Yours. It's Jackson management against uh, against noise. So when yeah, when Jackson cycles, man, fuck knows. Do you know how are we going to get stuff out of archives? Though? I suppose actually, no, Shannon Shannon Claire can get stuff out one agenda out of archives. <clears throat> how much influence is she? One or two. Yeah. Jinteki, I've only got like to get stuff out of archives. Like a little repression. A little repression. Uh, the tank. 
attack. What was it? A crick. Oh, yeah, crick. Anything else? Uh, no. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, be interesting. Not to end on the sad note, but this was CJ's last tournament that he was running alone. Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I realised actually at the end and. Well, I think I've been to more CJ tournaments than any other tournaments. Well, it's because they like uh, they're generally consistently every month, and he's able to get prize support for out of his magic bag of holding. <laughs> Where he just always seems to have prize support available, and so he's consistently able to do one month by month, and so it's always just nice to know that you know once a month you're going to go to York and have a really good tournament. The man was a true boss. He was, yeah, like genuinely. I think it's uh, a big hit to the community that he's gone. But he's, no, it really is. It's, he's still going to be around. He's going to be. Um, he's going to be at Huddersfield Regional. He's going to be judging that, I believe. Oh yeah, he's going to be. Oh, you've got to have a judge with the new rules, aren't you? Well, so, yeah, you've got to have a judge, but also you can't be a player judge as well. So George was going to do it originally, but CJ said he'll do it. Boom. Which means that, uh, yeah, may not necessarily be need to be and the second day. Segue. We're gonna yeah. we're, we're gonna be filming those as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've already got Skull Jack YouTube, and if you haven't checked it out, check the shit out, yo. Yeah, you better. We've already got t- t- one, two videos on there. Just one for now. Two, two. By the time this is released, okay, be two. Okay, good, good. Let me know. All right. Um, I think yeah well I suppose it's gone quite long I was going to say like is there any any cards you want to mention that any card highlights so far like we're halfway through the Mombad cycle card highlights I just like the fact that Geist has got a lot of attention what voice is that I don't know (laughs) I was hoping you could work it out but Geist just the fact that Geist has got shit Geist has got some love like I think we're just Spy Camera and Tech Trader Spy Camera and Tech Trader both Both awesome yeah and I'm, I'm not playing the off-campus version at the moment, but if I was, I think I'd be loving Political Operative Councilman 2. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm actually going to bump it up to 3 Political Operative with that guy's deck. 3? Just because it's... I don't, know, I don't really want to say on the podcast, though, but it's, there'll be some, so a few times where I think people will... Um, like, install Jackson Jackson... And then maybe just forget him for one turn. And if you've got a pull up on that on the table, you can just go trash tracks and run archives mm. and get those agents out of there. Yeah, I think players may start. Oh, they'll probably they'll probably wise up to it. In yeah. which case, you'll probably drop it then to two. Okay. But... Oh, okay. Just to, just to shout while people are a little bit. More oh yeah, players. yeah. Like I think once people get savvy to it, it'll be one of the things you you learn to play around. Like we have to think at that level. But yeah, there, there's been a few times where it's been like, oh, I've had a pull up right now. I could just trash that Jackson. You could do nothing about it. So what about is Polop? Polop is definitely a highlight at this point. I think it's uh, it does more work than Councilman. Councilman is useful, beautiful together. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're together. They are so much greater than some of their parts. But uh, it's a question of can you really afford the influence of Polop at this point? Yeah, only certain decks can yeah. do both. I, I'd love to have Polop in my wizard deck, but there's just not the influence for it. I don't think. Yeah, like if you're playing blue, there's no reason not to play. Oh, absolutely. Cam- you might as well include two of each. Councilman, sorry, over Polo. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, I think at that point you might as well include two of each mm. because they are just useful against anything at that point. I suppose. Yeah, and it helps them glacier matchups. With oh, absolutely. The, them upgrades. Which is re- one of the most difficult matchups for what, Geist or Kunal in general. Yeah. Oh, I suppose Palana Foods. Oh, yeah, absolute standout. And, ag- and the Agriplex as well, actually. Star- yeah, both of them are like, well, obviously one goes with the other but I think like I, no but Agriplex also goes without Palana which is uh, yeah no that's true that's true but yeah I suppose Agriplex is obviously useful in like um, IG yeah and PE that's true oh yeah yeah with them Kronos projects and then Harvesters oh my goodness yeah that sounds like a fun deck um, yeah it seems that like Palana is starting to become one of the more what's the word um, well I guess more standard Jinteki at this point well, it is. It makes money in the same way that ETF is the standard. That's, that's what we said. HB is that like I think the rush deck kind of works out of it because the problem with rush is that you need to find a, mate, a way of making money or having money. Mm, that's why Grendel was exactly rush that's the way because yeah you start and you can just go straight into I guess the economic mid game. Mm. Um, but that's the thing with Palano as well is you can make that money whilst you're doing everything else like if you're making money playing the game that is the most powerful thing you can have which is why ETF is the best HP one yeah um, and it's and when you combine yeah the, the, the rush when you combine it the Palano with the Agriplex is just it's, it's hand in hand it's, yeah they're both just fueling each other it's yeah beautiful. absolutely and I think it's, it's a very strong combo which 
I think it's going to it's going to be around for a while. And I think I think we could be seeing a lot of Paul Armadares for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of the de facto. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Yeah, it's the de facto Jinteki at this point. Mm. Like, if you're going to build a like a normal ass Jinteki deck, why not build Palana? Pretty much. It's also because a lot of new players will get the most recent packs as well, and mm. so Palana would be one that they can easily make. Like, you could probably make a decent Palana deck with a core set and a bunch of yeah. more the recent cards. So many flavors as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dem foods got a lot of flavors. Yeah, it was also because it's like every runner draws. Like every runner draws. You're yeah. always going to get that one and, Um I was Justin today. Mm. He purposely wasn't drawing. Uh, I was like, really? You'd, I was thinking you should draw. You're playing suppose, Netrunner, bro. Yeah, but he's he's playing Jasminda and she doesn't want you to have money. And he was playing a lot of Magnum Opus. And yeah. I, I can understand. It's just that sometimes, like, every runner should draw. And if you're hampering yourself because you're thinking Palana's oh, going to yeah, gain no, a credit, yeah. then just the, don't worry about it. The Jinteki Man games have already won. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you worry about ETF getting credit? No, you just accept it. Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's the way with Palana. You yeah. need to draw. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Mum- um, Mumbo Temple is another one I want to mention, which is just kind of... It's changed the way that <coughs> sideways decks can do their economy as well. Yes, it actually has. Because it's... It's a really nice... It's a natural one for sideways economies because... And it's a more interesting than pad campaign. Oh, absolutely. But also well. goes nicely with pad campaign. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, getting that pad, camp- go- pad campaign going for nothing. Yeah, straight away. And then immediately the Mumbo Temple re- refreshes at yeah. the beginning of your turn. Yeah, Mumbo Temple's great. It goes in loads of decks. Gagarin, IG, why? If it said... Use for resing and installing cards. Would you? Oh. Would you? Ex- no, no, no. It wouldn't be. That'd be way too powerful at one. One for two. If it was two for two, or like res and install. Res and install. No, it's still too good. No, it's too good. It's no. already really good as it is. I suppose. I think you'd push it just too, too much above. Maybe the I curve. just want that from it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it seems really. It seems nicely balanced to me. Yeah, it's only three to trash, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that and um, Cause the, when it goes up to four, it gets a bit funky. Like three to trash is acceptable because you've trashed Jacksons for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Which also, I'm I'm totally fine with the three cards because because Wizard can just get rid of it back with one. Yeah, <clears throat> so nice. Stick your Wizard up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's right. going to get stuck away for a while. Um, I'll keep up. <laughs> You'll keep it up. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it right out there for a while. It's gonna we need to Yeah. I meant that I'm just going to put it into one side for a while and probably play Geist and maybe another interesting corp deck. Just so I can have a bit of a break from them. Because I said that I was going to play the filth until I got Alila. And now I've got Alila. Hooray! And I got a day job map. Woo! Oh yeah. Finally got a day job map. Bye. Say bye, Steve.